Hi there, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody in between. It is time for the 75th episode of the Factory Podcast. Um, I know there was a little bit of a issue. Oops, I just bumped that. I don't know if you could hear that or not. Just bumped the microphone. There was a little bit of an issue last week. Um, I recorded all of the episodes from last week. I believe it was on Monday because of the holiday. And through the magic of the internet, I was hoping that they <laughs> would all uh, post appropriately, and they did not. So if you are looking for those, I apologize. Um, I think three of them did not post the way they should have. So everything kind of happened on Saturday. So uh, yeah, there was a little confusion there, but hopefully we are going to be back on track. So <laughs> hope everybody had a great holiday if you celebrated it. And uh, mine was pretty mellow right? Had some pot roast, watch some TV. What else are you going to do, right? (laughs) And on today's episode of the Factory Podcast, I'm not sure if you remember or not, but it is from uh, March 28th, 1977, where we left off. Um, Andy and the gang were in Los Angeles, and um, they are still in Los Angeles, and they're actually, it's the night of the Oscars, so there's a little bit of drama going on. So uh, here we go from Monday, March 28th, 1977 in Los Angeles. Up at 7 o'clock, watch the Today Show. Air crash with over 550 people getting killed. Two 747s crashed. Fred went to see Paul Getty's ear transplant at Cedar sinai Hospital. Peter Lester called and made a date for us to interview William Catt, the star of Carrie, and his press agent at the polo lounge at one o'clock. Talked to William Cat. His father was movie star Bill Williams, and his mother, Barbara Hale, was on Dallas Street on Perry Mason. It was a good interview. Then sat in the lobby for a second and met Liv Allman. The place was really jumpy, with stars all getting ready to go to the Academy Awards. At four o'clock, I went to Fred's room to photograph Willie Shoemaker, the jockey. Richard Wiseman's commissioned me to do a series of athletes' portraits. Richard will keep some of the portraits, and some will be up for sale, and athletes will get to keep some. Willie was the first athlete. Had to get some film. Cap to Schwab's $3. Film, $15.30, although I lost the receipt. Willie's wife called from the lobby, and she came up with a girlfriend, but without Willie. He didn't show up till 10 after 5, and when he saw her, he couldn't believe she was there. He'd been in court getting divorced from her. That's why he was late. Willie's ex-wife of one hour was one of the tallest women I'd ever seen. She was dressing Willie for the picture, and he looked like an eight-year-old kid. And guess what he was wearing? Little jockey shorts. Ordered martinis, and then the wife was drinking. She kept asking him for a date to celebrate the divorce, and he kept turning her down. He said, if I'd known you are going to be here, I wouldn't have come. Elena Hamilton called to invite us to an Academy Awards party at Danny Jansen's. I missed Ronnie Blakely's invitation to go to the Oscar ceremony with her because I was in Fred's room. Got picked up at 7.45 by Elena Hamilton. Drove to Century City. They were having a $10 bet on the Academy Awards, and it cost me $20. Brand new apartment building, very rich overlooking all of Hollywood. Danny's getting divorced from David. Elena's getting divorced from George. 
Jack Cayley said Liza was in Detroit with her show and coming back the next day. Dick Salbert was there. Valerie Perrine told me her life story. She was once a chip hustler in Las Vegas and on the urge of marrying some rich guy after eight years, but he shot himself accidentally. Her eyes teared up. She was unhappy. When Martin Scorsese came in, she ran over to rustle up a job. Burgess Meredith came in with his date. Rocky Best Picture. Rocky got Best Picture. Peter Finch got Best Actor, but he's dead. Nelson Leon was in the audience as the date of Mrs. Finch, Aletha. The Academy asked Patty Schwosky to go up to accept Peter Finch's award. Burgess and I talked about his ex-wife, Paulette. Brenda Vaccaro was upset because her ex-fiancé, Michael Douglas, was there with his brand new wife that he met at the inauguration. James Kahn was there with his boyish wife, a beauty. They're all marrying younger girls who look like they're 13. It's the Hollywood thing. Roman Polanski was there. He's out on bail now for the 13-year-old girl. He jumped on Elena's ass and said he was going to rape her. Martin Scorsese with, with his wife, Julia, Jackie Bissett, Lee Grant, Burt Young from Rocky, a girl from Big Valley, Linda Evans, really beautiful. Tony Curtis was there, and he was giving people puffs on his marijuana. Julia Scorsese said that Martin would take me and Fred in his limo. She was drunk, screaming something about death threats, but I don't know what she was talking about. As we got into the car, Martin said he had a bomb threat. The note said he would die one minute after midnight if Jodie Foster won the Academy Award. It was 2 o'clock now, and he was going to MGM to work on New York, New York in the dark and deserted MGM lot. Alone. I was paranoid. Esther Phillips was calling at me at the hotel, but I didn't answer the calls because she's starting to scare me. One of her calls was at 2 a.m. So that was an eventful evening at the night of the Academy Awards. I hope everyone's week is off to a great start. And uh, thank you so much, and we'll see you next time.